One little problem in the cockpit. The cockpit? What is it? It's Yang. Welcome to my office. <laughs> I love saying that. This is the Project Study Space, and my name is Yang. So, guess what we're talking about today? <laughs> we're talking about heartbreak. We are going to talk about heartbreak. <laughs> I'm a super expert on heartbreak. And I need to tell you this, and you might not believe it, but my theory holds that it's really expectations that break our hearts. Right? Isn't that, huh? You're probably like, no, of course not. It's rejection. It's ganyan. No. <laughs> Stay with me. Stay with me. This is not a set in, st set in stone theory, but I think it's reasonable enough to be heard. <sighs> we have expectations in life. And there's three kinds. Of course, there's like a thousand kinds, but I can only discuss three for PowerPoint. We have inherited expectations. Ito yung imposed by families. Yung parang, of course, you'll finish kindergarten. Of course, you'll, you'll be athletic. So these are inherited expectations with us that, that kind of come with our family system. So like, for example, if you come from a political family, sometimes it's expected that you'll be a politician. If you come from a, the orientation of a family that's, that's in law or in medicine, there is an inherited expectation that you'll be in the same field. There are other expectations, the green box right now, is um, it's kind of formed. If you experience something and you learn from it, your expectation is formed. Uh, a classic coloring book, very simple example, when you, when you see a rain cloud, you expect rain. You know, science teaches us that, but that's observation. When you start to notice that the sun sets earlier, you're thinking, oh, malapit na mag-Christmas kasi ang aga na ng sunset. So based on memory, based on experience, you have expectations, right? And the third, which is in the rust-colored box at the bottom, it uh, we have expectations that are based on facts. Like, for example, um, I know for a fact that Come May, there will be elections. So I know <laughs> uh, by December, there will be a lot of calendars of people who are going to run for office in May. Uh, this is not just pattern observation. This is also fact because campaign period starts. Uh, actually, you register for candidacy in October and then there are elections in May. So that's how, how these are the different kinds of expectations. Now, how does it break our hearts? I don't know. So when you're heartbroken, dalawa lang yan. Of course, many other things, but let's only discuss these two. You're either angry or sad. Okay, dalawa lang yon. Or you're both. Okay, or you're both. Kasi may heartbreak eh. We are angry when we are deceived and surprised. When you thought it was a pawn and it turns out to be a king. Or parang, parang nagulat tayo. Um, but we are sad when somehow we expected it. So what does this mean? We are angry when we are surprised. And we are sad when we somehow expect it. So, pag nagulat ka, you're angry. Kapag inexpect mo, you're sad. But you can still be sad while angry, yeah? so it's never one or the other. But uh, predominantly, pag may gulat factor, pag hindi mo inexpect, the anger is, is faster or is more dominant than the sadness. So let's, let's review it. When, when we're angry, regarding a heartbreaking situation, it's usually when we were not prepared for it. 
Okay. And when we are sad, naturally we are sad. It, it also comes with the angry, uh, with the angry uh, column. It's because we lost something, but somehow we expected it. Does that make sense? Okay. So, um, like, just give me an example, just to give you an example. If you want affection from someone, let's say you have a crush, um, are they known to be affectionate? Are they, are they verbal? Like, why do you want an I love you, I miss you text from someone who's not verbal? And is it well within the lines of your relationship? So, I'm describing what's a normal expectation. Huh? And then if, if the good night doesn't come, if the good night message doesn't come, why are you surprised if that's not the lines of your relationship? Uh, and if you clearly know that, let's say, your mom naman is not so verbally affectionate, why are you shocked and angry that they don't say goodnight? Does that make sense? So that's just an example. If you're waiting for affection from someone, you're going to have to ask yourself, is the person capable of affection? Is it uh, proper within the lines of our relationship? Hindi na goodnight sa'yo yung poging crush mo. Hindi mo naman kakilala. Ba't ka magugulat? Ba't ka maka-heartbreak? So if it's something you expect, like, of course, you won't say goodnight. We're not naman, hindi ko naman siya boyfriend eh. So, sir, chill ka lang. Malungkot ka lang. You're not sad. Now, is this pessimism? You're probably asking that. So, what are you saying, gang? Are you saying I shouldn't expect? No, of course not. What I'm saying is we can be wiser with how we expect. We have to be more flexible with what we expect. We have to be realistic with what we expect. So, um, you have to expect what can be expected because it will be the rigidity that will really get you in the end. It's you, parang, no, it has to be like this. For example, for my great-grandmother and my great-great-great-great-grandmother, they were all principals of schools. Then I must be one too. And what if I, what if the situation doesn't make me principal of school? Will I, will I die or of, of, of depression and sadness? Maybe I'll be sad, but know that there is flexibility on the table. Parang on their table of choices, Kasama ang flexibility. And that doesn't always mean pessimism. Sometimes I think it's wise. The opposite of rigidity is flexibility. You're super stiff. Ang opposite nito, flexibility. I know you're, you have to be a little more flexible. You have to stretch your heart, your mental wellness, your being, your emotions, uh, and your muscles. <laughs> but literally, your muscles. They're, they're muscles. And, and they are strongest when they can stretch. They are strongest when we are flexible. It's the same. It's the same with our emotions. It's the same with our heart. Which brings me to our mental health tip tonight. It's not something you can, oh, actually, no, you can do it tonight. You can get a piece of paper and write it down. If you have plan, a plan for tomorrow, like something to do, for example, walk before sunset, let's just give a simple example you're gonna have to expand your to-do list and give options if it rains i will wear my boots and if it doesn't rain uh, i won't wear boots i can wear my sneakers but i will pass by milk tea before going home i know we do this we i know we do this all the time like there's a fallback decision but we rarely write it down tonight you're gonna have to write it down why because this is a rep on flexibility of decision because you're going to have to take care of your heart. And your heart is a muscle. It's got to be flexible. You should be able to stretch it as best you can. Let's review. <laughs> Let's review. It's the, uh, it's the rigidity that will really break you in the end. That's the heartbreak more than anything. So flex your muscle. 
Collect your heart even with daily decisions. You say, if it rains, I'll still walk, but I'll wear boots. If it doesn't rain, I'll still walk, but I'll wear these particular sneakers and I can walk to milk tea. Um, if, I, if at 5 o'clock I don't feel like walking, then I won't walk. Congratulations. You are mentally well, mentally flexible. And especially these days, no, in the pandemic, you cannot be rigid these days. So <sighs> expand your to-do list. Give other options. That your mental health tip next Thursday next week I'm going to talk about rigidity in full glory so come back and listen again that's it